Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WHAT, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the old tutoring center suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for our non-traditional campus. My name is Grace, and my pronouns are she, her. My name is Quinn, and my pronouns are he, him. And my name is Julie, and my pronouns are she, her. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be the hosts for this podcast, so let's get into it. All right. Hi. Good morning, Grace. How are you today? Good morning, Julie. I'm doing doing I'm doing good. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing great as well. Um it's the beginning of the month, so I'm excited how things will go this month. But Oh, wait, was it to be recorded on January 31st? Is this our first episode of February? Yes, it is. <gasps> oh, okay, everybody, I'm very excited. Yeah. Grace is a little behind. Grace doesn't know. It's okay. Grace is. is catching up. Grace is catching up. No My worries, Grace. still in December 2021. <laughs> so I am. No rules. But um, what are we going to be talking about today, Grace? Um, today we're going to be talking about relationship negotiation. And um, I'm excited to talk about this just because I feel like everyone's done some level of relationship negotiation. No, but yeah. But to give it a name and to like give it a definition and talk about it like intentionally is going to be really Mm -hmm. good I think for me but also just like in general yeah (laughs) no yeah to hear but yeah yeah although we are recording this episode around the valentine holiday season but this can be applied throughout the year or any time when you are reconsidering or re-evaluating your relationship with your partner your partners or just relationship with other like your friends your family it's good to have those boundaries and negotiations and what you feel comfortable with um and so speaking of relationship negotiation it's important for us to kind of define it before talking about it so what is relationship negotiation Relationship negotiation is having a discussion aimed at reaching an agreement. And the end goal of these conversations is to find a compromise or agreement that satisfies both parties or any parties in this relationship. And it is based on fairness, mutual benefits, and maintaining the relationship. And if you're in a poly relationship, one might have to revisit their relationship negotiation to see if new individuals who are entering are feeling comfortable or if the agreement applies to them. And so if you were to listen... If you were to be able to listen to our last week episode in which we did emphasize the importance of communication, consent, and boundaries, we're going to kind of reiterate those key points in this week's episode or in this episode in general. Um, and so it's important for you to kind of decide on what you're comfortable with, what is safe for you, and what is not, and something that you decide on in your own and for yourself at any time. And um, yeah, communication is a clear line between that. Um, But yeah, what are some tips that we have for our listeners, Grace? Um, Well, okay, I just want to first of all say that like, I feel like my scope of knowledge with relationship negotiations is very like, like to lay it out and like have it be defined and stuff my scope of knowledge is very limited to like the i messages mm, do you remember yeah. those in, like, yeah <laughs> it was like when you i feel like that okay i just want to lay that out because 
I just feel like that's kind of what people are equipped with and then kind of just left with that. Yeah. Um, so like before you can start any sort of relationship negotiation or conversation or just any sort of, I guess, conversation, um, you want to anticipate what you want out of your relationship and what you want out of the situation before you get into it. So that would mean like understanding what you want and what you want to know or get from your partner. Um, and like this could even be like something that you just like journal about by yourself or just share, like talk it out with a friend or something. Um, but just like understanding what you want and out of the conversation will give you more context to the problem or the conversation at hand. Um, otherwise you might, like if you don't kind of have that layout for yourself, I feel like it's a lot easier to kind of just um, project your own concerns and like not I don't know. It's kind of like a rough draft in a yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like to go into it blindly is like not really um, helpful because yeah. there, it, there's leaves more room for like not necessarily like error, but like I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, I understand yeah. like priming your knowledge. Priming your knowledge. Yes. <laughs> Julie always coming in with the good words. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're like priming yourself to be more open and like more empathetic and flexible. And like what Julie said earlier, kind of going back to last week's episode, just like kind of giving yourself space to be understanding of the outcome and like mm -hmm. what you want. Like you can only do as much as what you can only do as much as you want for yourself. Like you can't expect – you can't like force the other person to have a different outcome. Like you can only control your emotions and your outcomes. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess that. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. How basically control what you can and just kind of flow yeah. with what you cannot. And it's exactly. important for you to know what you can control before entering your relationship because then – yeah. It helps you kind of acknowledge what you're looking for and what you want. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of bringing me back to, like, initiating the conversation and keeping those agreements with yourself and your partner. Um, so, like, the more you take the initiative to facilitate a mutually beneficial agreement, you have a greater possibility that it's going to turn out well and it'll boost your trust and, like, spur your partner or your partners to act similarly in the future. Um or just see yourself in the future, like, if you're having that underlying, like, kind of rough draft, like, you'll keep that in your back pocket. And honestly, relationship negotiation all just comes down to compromise. Um, you can't get exactly what you want and your partner can't get exactly what they want. Yeah. Um, so having that balance and finding that compromise in relationships is, like, so vital and, like, I used to be a super hard-headed person. <laughs> compromising was a little hard for me, which definitely made things more difficult in the past. But now that I've I've learned and I've grown. I um, love it. We love growth. <laughs> we love growth. Um, compromising is very awesome. So how can you compromise? Like what needs to be negotiated? What do you want? What's your ideal outcome versus what you are unwilling to accept with that outcome or what you are willing to accept with that compromise. So I'm trying to like think of an example, but um, kind of just like you have that ideal outcome in your mind and you have to, you kind of have to know that like it might not exactly be that ideal outcome, mm -hmm. but you have to also 
kind of hold your ground and have your own boundaries for what you are unwilling to accept with that compromise. So, yeah. Finding that middle ground is really important. Like when it comes to what you're unwilling to accept and what you are willing to accept, which sets that line. Yeah. And I feel like, like if you're in the heat of the moment having a conversation or something and you haven't like prepped for it, it's going to be a lot easier to just agree. I mean, I know that I personally would probably agree to something that I didn't necessarily want just to make the conversation be done with, Mm -hmm. you know, like end it like hard and fast. Like, okay, I'll just do it because I don't want to be having this hard conversation. Um, Thank you for bringing up the conversation because that brings (laughs) us – Conversation is good to conversate because that brings us to our next point, which is know that less is often more. So this phrase means that it's important for you to listen more, talk, and move less. And that's one of the vital points of negotiating a relationship is that sometimes you just – have to listen. We as humans sometimes struggle with that because we have so much to say and so little time to listen. And so think, listen, clarify, brainstorm, and remember are some of the key tips when it comes to processing the thoughts and come up with negotiation. And so try to listen to each other and not insert your thoughts before listening to others. Because I know many of us in modern society are very um, aware of that, how we tend to just, I don't know, blurb out, say anything we want. I'm interrupting right now. I love it. (laughs) We love the interruptions. Um, But if you're the type to speak first, then make sure you listen after and then reflect on what you have said before. And I I think that's a key point because for many, like I said, they would just say without listening. But if you're that type of person, then kind of reevaluate, revisit the conversation mm-hmm. after having it. And it'll allow you to kind of process it then. And then you can go back and talk to that person and be like, hey, I thought about it. So this is what I think But in the moment I wasn't able to say because I wasn't yeah. listening and I was just busy saying stuff, inserting stuff. Yeah. So it's really important to listen, talk less, leave the talk after listening. Um, and the next one, which very applicable to myself, is come in (laughs) with the positive attitude and mindset. So when you are negotiating relationships, look for positive intent. You can bring in the good out of your partner and even yourself. But when I'm saying this, it's not about all rainbows, unicorns, all this good shit (laughs) in a relationship. That's not real. But it's really important for you to come into a relationship, especially if it's a new relationship, to have that positive mindset, attitude. Um, it is hard, especially when you carry bad experiences from your last relationship, which many, 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 many people yes. can relate to that. Um, it's just bad experiences with prior relationship. Um, but when you're out of that, you need to find a time for you to kind of reevaluate and know your values and not be self deprecating because I can be extremely self-deprecating not even in relationships but even in friendships or a relationship with my family and all I always kind of overthink stuff Mm -hmm. which of course leads to self-deprecating thoughts and it can detrimentally affect your relationship and kind of hinder those negotiations yeah like if you're not going into it with like a positive attitude I guess or like a positive mindset um And, like, that can be really hard. Like, if you're having a really difficult conversation with your partner or your partners and you're, like, like, you're not expected to have a positive mindset or, like, 
I guess, positive attitude because it could be like your partner did something that really hurt you. Like, I don't think Julie or I are saying like, just be happy about it. Like that brings me back to the stress management workshop where it's like, it's all practice. It's all, this is just like a toolkit for you. It's not telling you that things aren't hard, Um, especially when you're carrying baggage or bad experiences from past relationships. Um, But it's also really important not to project those onto your your relationships. Like you don't want to – I think it's hard to um, be objective when it comes to your emotions Mm -hmm. because, I mean, nobody's objective when it comes to their emotions. But I guess um, kind of stepping back and being like reevaluated and being like, oh, like this might have been a projection is um, important too. Um, And then also – uh, speaking to commonalities more so than more frequently than citing your differences when you're having these tough conversations. Um, again, we're not telling you to ignore or disregard your differences because that's what makes your relationship interesting. I mean, everyone knows that nobody is the same, and if everyone was the same, then life would be boring. It would be very boring. <laughs> that sounds like a little Dr. Seuss moment for Grace, <laughs> but um, it's true. Like, you need to kind of respect your differences, but also if you're having this tough conversation, speaking through your commonalities is way more beneficial than like citing your differences by being like, you did this and I did that rather than like, we did this together. Like this is the outcome. Um, And you kind of just like want to center the relationship too um, and like keep that as – what is beneficial to both of you like by centering that relationship and like saying that oh this is the end goal like the end goal is to stay together or maybe stay apart like I don't know what everyone's situation is but um this is about to sound very convoluted but it's kind of like commonality and differences have to coexist in relationships no that's not convoluted at all (laughs) yeah because it's just like like what grace was saying um stating a really good point how Mm -hmm. yeah we're not telling you to disregard the differences but have it as a supporting like part of your commonality because you kind of need both for a relationship to thrive basically yeah and if you're not different from your partner if like if you and your partner are just constantly agreeing like I guess good for you. Also superficial. Like yeah, and like it doesn't like seem like there's a lot of room for growth. Like Mm -hmm. my biggest growth period or like growth experience has like been with my current partner right now. Like Mm -hmm. I've been able to see our differences and like see how they operate versus how I operate. Um, And I don't know. I think it just like has helped me also kind of be empathetic towards like other people as well because I'm understanding that like not everything has to be exactly how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like your commonality will remind you of the reason why you both bonded in the first place and why everyone is similar yet different, unique in your own ways, da da da, like that sort of stuff. Um, and then also like not if you're having these conversations, you don't want to assume that they readily see the picture that you're presenting which um, I know that I have a little bit of I was about to say so too we bond like sometimes I'm so mad that like my boyfriend like can't he like can't hear what I'm saying telepathically but that's literally impossible I mean Julie can you hear what I'm saying in my head right now 
no oh really okay. I, just kidding i can you can't see the picture that i'm presenting to you right now julie no um so not presuming that your partner or the other person is able to recognize all the things that you're trying to propose like you can't expect people to read your mind um and if you're having an issue or getting into an argument try to lay out the reasons and the details of it before because or because the other person may not see the same thing or interpret the situation as you did. That was very much like um, my therapist is always telling me, like when I'm going on a rant, she'll be like, okay, that's what you remember, but like what does the other person remember? Like that type of thing, like recognizing that just because you remember it a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that it's completely the truth, which is a hard thing to overcome because I personally think I have a very good memory. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like you may see it one way, but the other person may see it a different way and everything is subjective and, um, everyone interprets things differently. So understanding that everyone interprets things differently and has their own side of the story is really just important to understanding your differences and then finding that middle ground and that compromise. And that kind of stems or branches into the idea of being open-minded and that everyone interprets a the situation differently and it's important for us to kind of remember that and consider that and not everyone's looking at something through the same scope the same lens and so it's really important for us to acknowledge that and know that um so we went to our next tip which is to stay present when you are negotiating um and what does it mean to stay present it is to keep grounded and involve what is happening at the moment, glance to the past and future for context and balance. Mm-hmm. So not really like, oh my gosh, like you're negotiating right now, but you're like, what if it doesn't work for a future? Okay, that's the future. Like yeah, no. worry about that when it comes. <laughs> As of right now, what's best for you? What works for you and what you're comfortable with? Yeah. And just use, like I mentioned before, your future and your past as a point of reference and just mm-hmm do not consider too much of it because then it will kind of hinder your ability to negotiate what it is in the present. Um, And the next is many of us can overthink at times, think too far in the future, or is it just pessimistic about the past? Like I said, it could be a point of reference. Don't be too involved into it and stay present. And try to embrace and appreciate the present, being with the person and enjoying the time you have with them. Um, I know a lot of people who have that worry, that concern of when they're with their partner or in a relationship and they think, oh, what if things change in the future? Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't really enjoy it. I should be kind of, what's that word? Always on guard. Yeah. Like you have your guard up. Yeah. You always have your guard up. Prepare for the worst yeah. Bracing for the. Or in a week. Like I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> exactly, about. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I used to do that. I used to. I'm definitely an overthinker. Mm-hmm. I'll admit that. It's I always hard not to put a timeline on things. No, like, literally. Your instinct is to be like, okay, like when like I'm gonna put my guard up because my partner's acting a little distant right now. So I'm mm-hmm. just gonna assume we're gonna break up. So I'm just gonna like go into this spiral like da da da. So yeah, I totally get what you mean. No, that's true. And when you overthink, you kind of I don't know, like I said, hinder your ability yeah. to stay present and acknowledge what's going on and just embrace it embrace the uncertainty i know we all hate uncertainties but sometimes you just got to put your faith in it and know that that's the best you can do and we said about kind of going in with a positive attitude that's Mm -hmm. part of being open to uncertainties and just accepting what will happen and what will come we all hate being hurt we all hate not knowing our future but sometimes 
taking risk is good. Yeah. And so don't be afraid of doing that. And every second in life only happens once. And so embrace it. Appreciate it. And embrace the what did you say? Embrace the uncertainty. The uncertainties. I wanna like put that on a refurbished piece of wood with white paint like the pinterest mom like embrace the uncertainty leave in your kitchen millennials are gonna love this one. <laughs> oh my gosh um and so our last tip which grace and i will both be talking about is why do we want our listeners to understand the importance of relationship negotiation grace you want to get us started for this one yeah so i guess um just the important the most i think okay Hold up. Let me let me get my words together. The most important thing to remember about a relationship is like, yes, you have commonalities, but you also have differences. And a lot of strain can be put on relationships when you have differences. Um, and but again, like going back to that thing, like you need to be citing your commonalities that are bringing you together in the first place. Um, but every relationship is unique with these dynamics and only you and your partner or partners will ever understand the functionality in your chemistry. Like that's the thing that brought you together in the first place and you need to remember that. Um, but also like things change. I don't want like this – I don't want this whole episode to be us being like, oh, you can like fix your relationship by doing relationship negotiation. Like relationship negotiation doesn't have to have a good outcome necessarily mm -hmm. like a like quote good outcome being that yeah. the relationship will stay together like sometimes a really great relationship negotiation is understanding that your differences are just too much and you need to step away from the, the relationship um and that would be doing a favor not only to yourself but also like your partner or partners and like the relationship in and of itself is like i feel like it's always kind of hard to step away from things that have so much good tied to them but mm -hmm. also understanding that maybe things are changing and like this conversation you might not be able to find compromise because you're unwilling to compromise on things so yeah that's i just want to add that that's a really in. good point yeah we love that yeah <laughs> thank you for coming to grace ted talk <laughs> ted talk <laughs> no it's really good um and that kind of brings us back to the important part of like being your most authentic yeah. self and don't lose yourself in a relationship yeah. and that's kind of the purpose of having relationship negotiations mm -hmm. is for you to yeah be selfless give up some things that are yours and also be selfish yeah. like <laughs> like selfish and selfless and selfishness no yeah for sure together. because you want what's good for yourself yeah. at the end of the day like you can't 100 percent lose yourself just because yeah. you want the best for your other person you should all both want yeah. good for both of you guys yeah. but good for yourself as well like you deserve the best like i'm too young exactly like, I'm only 21 like i don't need to be putting up with this bs sometimes. no like, literally sometimes i'm literally just like yeah i'm too young for this buy like it's like i have my whole life ahead yeah of me. exactly like, so do not limit or obligate yourself and like what yeah. grace was saying she, uh, she brought up a really good point about how sometimes relationships negotiate negotiation can help you realize that maybe being in the relationship mm -hmm. isn't good for you and during those times it's really good for you to kind of self-reflect self-analyze and hey if it's not good for you why are you obligating yourself to it yeah. like don't give up everything just for a relationship you're too you're young like what grace yeah. was saying and even if you're old you're still too young yeah. you know yeah. what you can serve the best i'm gonna be like dying and i'm gonna be like i'm too young for i'm this. still like <laughs> i still deserve the best of all yeah. um and then also this I just want to like bring in this little tidbit because I think this is um, interesting and beneficial. It's like 
kind of if you're having a tough relationship negotiation or conversation or whatever, um, it's also like nice to um, kind of have a timeout word, kind of like just be like, okay, like I need a break. And then maybe you could like go on a walk with your partner and not discuss what you were discussing before or like just kind of a moment to self-regulate and co-regulate as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you could take a timeout and just embrace your partner for a few seconds and just kind of or maybe just leave the room like I think that's also really important like you can talk all day about how you need to have good conversations but at the same time sometimes the best conversation is not having a conversation at all and just taking a time out so that's really good um and also personally just throwing something in is if you feel like you're going nowhere or you feel like you need another um aspect of it um, counseling services yeah. is also another good resource that you can use when mm-hmm. it comes to establishing negotiation relationship. It's good to maybe have an outsider look yeah. at it, give advices, be like, hey, I'm seeing da 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 da. I mean, I'm not a professional counselor, <laughs> and so I can't really speak on behalf of that. But counseling services is also another good resource that you can use yeah. if you kind of need more insight. Yeah, it gives on- an objective yeah. viewpoint. I've definitely done that like with friends before. Yeah. People who are not involved in the situation, I'd like ask them for their opinion because it gives more light and objectivity to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and like if your goal with a relationship negotiation is to stay together, you just have to remember that like you want to meet in the middle and you want to compromise and find that balance. Um, but it also, it takes so much practice. You can't expect yeah. that your partner is going to like. You can't be like a month into dating and being like, okay, like we're on the same page exactly because we've known each other for four weeks. Like, no, yeah, really, no, it takes practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be hard to practice that with a partner, especially yeah. when it's like you're coming off in, in a heated way or a defensive way. Um, yeah. It's not going to be beneficial if you're not doing it with intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeping in mind that it takes practice and – I don't know. I think it just takes time. Yeah. It's part of growth. You need to like get to know someone before you can come up with healthy compromises, I feel like. Yeah. And a perfect relationship isn't always perfect. And so it's really good for you (laughs) to practice and be patient with yourself and trying different techniques, different – like all the tips we just gave y'all. Use those tips to help you navigate around your relationship and just finding the version that works for yourself but Mm -hmm. also with your relationship not all models are the same and not all model works for everyone and so making sure that you find the right one or like aim to work towards the one that works for you best Um, but yeah, that is what we have for you all today regarding relationship negotiation. Thank you, Grace, for your fabulous tips. Like always, I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. All right. Well, I'll see you next time, Grace. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We'll catch up with you next week. We at Shack are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. Please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, 
or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number at 503-725-2800. If you're looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the CampusWell app. Also, feel free to check out the virtual MindSpa experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including resources links in the episode description as well as a link to the episode transcript. If you have any questions about health, wellness, shack, or anything we discussed in this podcast, please fill out the Google form in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care. We'll see you next week on What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor.